Uh, hey, what's going on? This is Castro and... Stephen McDichael. Michael McDichael. Michael McDichael. And we were talking about, what was it again? Talking about <coughs> people who have the corpus callosum that's evident in the brain. So, like, you got two basic types of matter that are, that are talked about in the brain, the gray matter and the white matter. Mm-hmm. Gray matter, that's like of the neuron, that's the cell body. And then all that white matter, those are the axons, the bits that sort of like project off them. Like this is the whole so you information. Got one, so you got the connectors mm-hmm. and the other one is... So you got the cell bodies, but the cell bodies have <coughs> kind of the back, mm-hmm. these dendrites and these dendrites receive the axons right so like and you you keep adding words to it, <coughs> i know man i it, and you keep making it more less and less uh relatable relatable all right man so you got like <laughs> basically you can sort of think about it like the way that we pass information in our neurons sort of like you've got these baseball players and they're like throwing a ball yeah right like we have these action potentials they're like fire very effective for a period but anyway, we're getting off topic anyway, because the whole point <laughs> in talking about, like, the, the um, axons and stuff is just say, like, when you see white matter and gray matter, you're seeing the parts of the, the neurons, basically, in the brain. And so when you sever the white matter, what you're doing is you're, like, impairing the ability of one half of the brain to talk to the other half pass information right but the people that have this experience so you're saying just cutting a brain like completely in half down the middle down the middle splitting it straight down the middle it's called like a conicherotomy because obviously if you split it that way you're just dead you, you can't yeah that's it. bad news you're in trouble if you do that. you're done you're done but this one's fine <laughs> so if somebody tries to hit you or slice you in half you got to make sure yeah you want to go horizontal is that down down the middle i guess yeah. that's horizontal right? yeah yeah I mean, it depends on. Hold up, that's not what is that's vertical, isn't that? You know, whatever. Let's let's keep going. All right. So, you cut this bit in the brain, and then you you put these people in uh, like an experimental setup, right? So you have to keep in mind that the eyes also send like nervous tissue back to the brain, and they communicate with the brain too. When you when you cut the brain, you make it so that the two different halves can communicate with each other. You actually have, like, separable visual experiences. And, like, what essentially happens is you can perceive all this stuff. But, like, as I was kind of saying before, like, since parts of the brain are kind of more or less specialized to do certain things, like, to varying degrees, right? Like, it's not that you have, like, an X part of the brain, like a part of the brain that does X. Mm-hmm. But, like... You know, the, the parts of the brain that are, like, definitely more involved during certain things, right? Um, anyway, so, like, there are parts of the brain that are involved, like, speech production, parts of the brain that are involved, like, comprehension of speech. And, you know, it turns out that, like, when you, when you basically take a divider and you make it so that they, you set it like this, right? So, like, Let's... if you have the blade that you're going to use to cut my brain in half, you, right? Yeah. So you set this divider like this, it's right? literally in half. And you show me different shit, right? Like one different thing on each side, right? 
slide. Basically, the way experiment works is they have these two different images up, right, on each side, and um, they have these different cards that are sort of sat in so front of... The, so they put it... It's like, for example, getting a big cardboard, pretty much, and putting it in front of your face. Yeah. So... So you could only so your left eye only sees to the left and your right yep. eye only sees to the exactly. right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And so basically the because you've cut all the connections between the two different hemispheres, that information that's coming in is mm -hmm. only available to the one hemisphere. So the information that's coming in from here is only available to the one hemisphere. Mm -hmm. Right? And since one hemisphere is more associated with speech production, when you ask that person questions, right? they are, they're going to give you an answer, right? About why they do certain things, right? So like, let's say that, you know, you show them a picture. I was going to assume, I automatically assume that if you show them something on the one side mm -hmm. and the side that the specific perception is on, is that the side they're going to be like, this is what I see? Well, basically, here's what happens, right? So like, you show them pictures on each side and let's say like, I don't know, one of them is like a, a snowy uh, barn, and the other picture is like a chicken coop or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And you ask them like, you know, um, to choose from these different cards that are in front of them as well. Like, what are the relevant cards, right? So like they're using that visual information. It's only accessible to one hemisphere. And they're making a choice, right? And like... So in the test... They then know that they've chosen these cards. And then they're asked, why did you choose these cards, right? And like, in fact... They don't fully know, right? Like, one half knows, the other half knows, but, like, they don't meet in between, right? But what they'll do is they'll bullshit, right? Mm. And they don't know they're bullshitting, right? It's not that they think they're bullshitting, right? Like, what they'll do is, like, let's say, all right, you know, one of the cards is, like, a shovel, yeah. right? And, like, you and I might say, like, oh, it's obvious that you'd pick the shovel because, like, you know, you might, like... Um, I don't know, like, need to shovel your snowy house or whatever, but, like, because the the bit that can speak only sees the chicken coop, you're like, oh, well, I, it's because you have to shovel chicken shit out of the coop, right? <clears throat> and this is what these people do. So it improvises. Yeah, they, it's, um, it's confabulation is the, like, is fancy word for it. So confabulation, is that also improvising, let's say? Well, I mean... What is it, right? Like, so, um, you might think that it's improvised. You might think that something's deeply wrong with them where their consciousness is just, like, broken in a way that we'll never understand. I don't know that that's true. What I wonder is whether a lot of our conscious experience is us improvising and explaining, right? So, like, I like to think about the world as a really remarkable place in that it shapes these insane animals, right? Like, I'm going to show you a video in a minute, one of the most insane videos you will ever see in your life of, like, an octopus or... Shape ships and shapes. Yeah! You've seen this shit? Like, the David Gallo video? I don't know if I've seen the whole thing, but I've seen oh, parts of it. Bro, all right. We're going to watch it anyway, because it's just amazing. Like, why not watch <laughs> that shit? So, like, anyway, this thing, like... Um, you know, the, the world crafts these insane things, right? Like, fully alien. And, like, none of it, to me, though, is magic, right? It doesn't need to be magic. The world is insane and amazing as it is. It doesn't need to be, like, you know... And then, 
Like, there's a guy that just like, like. The conversation got cut. I gotta put this to let you know. So, we're back at it again. Here you go, listen. Because I'll put it anywhere. Uh, all right, so. Always did some issue, but whatever. Basically, the guy that had this kind of finding, right? He's, he's called Michael Gazzaniga. And. What, the guy for the hat? What? The researcher who reported this. Who like, reported the half brain. Yeah, that the, the split you could brain function patient. with half brains. Split much. brain, split brain. So they still have a full brain. The hemispheres just don't speak to each other. What do you mean if it's half, if you take literally half a brain, how is this still? You get rid of it. It's basically like all that you're severing is just that bit. Just the white matter path. Just the the highway pretty much. Yeah. From the left to the right. I wish I had a better like. No, it's fine. I get what you're saying. Hold on, hold on. I'll show you. I'll show you. Oh my gosh. Is this thing even recording? Okay. Oh, you had to get the note. See, I told you earlier. You should have left it there. Uh, all right. So. Um, <laughs> it's funny. They, they run around here a lot. They do. All right. So. They look identical, though. That's a brain. Yeah. Yeah? And, okay. All right. You have a Now, TV. this is... <laughs> what if is I'm this looking thing? like this, right? That is what it looks like inside my head right now. Like that. Yeah. Right? All right. If I'm getting, like, a side view, pretty much. Now... So, that bit... Yeah... Right, so I'm showing you that on my. I guess the center inside the center. See that bit right there? It's like that. Alright, this. It's that really like bright white bit of white matter. That's the corpus callosum. Oh, so that's the connector? That's the bit that gets severed, right? So, like, the connector bits are just down, as you can almost see that they're almost separated anyway, right? So you're really just getting rid of that bundle of white matter fibers that just connect the two hemispheres of the brain. That's it. So like the two hemispheres are still operational. They are still contributing to the, to the person's experience, right? They're just not able to integrate the information properly. And so they come to improper conclusions about why they do the things they do. It's like realistically... So do they start behaving differently? Do they start... I mean, you start perceiving things differently, right? Yeah, they like don't. Um, they, I mean, this is like a a bizarre experiment, but like basically, this led to the proposal of this idea of, of what's called the interpreter module, right? It's the idea that our our sort of like explicit conscious experience, like the stuff that we feel, like philosophers call it like phenomenology, right? Like it's the it's like the phenomenal bit, right? Like it's that bit where how do I describe it? Like, like it's the it's what it is to feel red, right? Like you can imagine, you could have like a computer, right? Mm-hmm. That like could tell you everything about red, right? That like you you could take your phone right now and like point it at red, and like learn everything about red, 
right? Like all the information, like Wikipedia would come, da da da, right? But nothing's interpreting it. Nothing's like experiencing it, mm-hmm. right? Nothing is like perceiving red. I mean, like, you are, I guess. You are, right? That's your phenomenal experience, right? So that's just to say, like, there is something about so what it is. So just being so. I guess your conscious is what you're saying. Just yeah. being conscious. Con- is that the right word? Like conscious, yeah. Conscious. Just that's being what... aware, like experiencing the world around you. It's not like the functions that we can do, like reporting, like saying, like, oh, I'm awake or whatever, right? Because you can imagine that, like, a really good robot could do that and it would be not actually conscious in the way that, like, we think of consciousness, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we want something that's like. So again, it feels it. There's the perceived deception, perception. Right. It's <clears throat> so like we were talking about earlier if something falls in the forest, if anybody's there to see it, did it really happen? Right. And it did. But so technically, if the robot is ex- recording yeah. these experiences, it's technically for someone else to re- respond or react to it? Well, I don't know. I mean, like, this is a whole idea called panpsychism. It's like the idea that like information itself almost has like conscious content. Like for there to be information organized in some way. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the universe is like chaotic as shit, right? Like everything is going nuts. Like everything wants to fall apart, right? Like it's not easy to keep a car together. I mean, right? I guess everything is always moving. Yeah. And it's all falling apart as a consequence, right? Like... Universe I mean, chaos. but that's our perception. That's what we think is happening. Because we can't really see outside. Because how far technically have we really gotten? Or how far can we actually perceive? Even with the technology that we have now. I mean, really, you don't know what the hell is happening. Outside of whatever. I don't even know how far, they, let's say, NASA has gotten. Or how yeah. how, f- <clears throat> how far they've, they've gotten their uh, spaceships or rockets. Or whatever the hell they send. Yeah. Satellites, whatever. So I don't, again, I don't know what the hell is happening outside of it, but everything is just moving. Yeah. But here's the thing, though, right? Here's the here's the tricky thing about that argument. It's like if we can't know anything, how do we know? How can we know anything, right? Like so if it could be anything, right? Like if it could be giant space. So what you're say, saying is we have to assume something. Yeah, I mean, like, what's our best bit of information? So then, every, so then, kind of being atheist is that you just assume and there's nothing. It's yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just basically what it is is saying like, yeah, right, maybe, maybe there's something there. I don't know, like, it's possible. But isn't that more of an agnostic approach? But but, and here's the big but, right? I'm not gonna live my life in fear of what could possibly exist in the same way that like right now I can come up with the idea that there are cosmic eagles right like they're fully invisible eagles eagles and they are fully invisible to the human eye are you talking about like the phoenix in in X-Men yeah (laughs) shut up man alright and they're like you know in charge of the universe and it turns out that's that's what's up right now I've proposed that that could be it right so what? But, it, but like, what are you gonna live your life in fear of that? Now? Yeah. What, no. is, what is that gonna change? I mean, if things are gonna still continue the same, are you not? What are you now gonna change? 
people are going to worship this ego now or ego. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, worshiping anything is like. But no, I, I mean, Michael, I guess better yet is the hook. The question is, what then if you do find out, hey, there's this is what the creator is. Are you now going to devote your life to adoring him and making sure that, you know, your energy goes to him so he can multiply it to others or something like that? Because, I mean, I mean, in reality, I feel like the Bible does teach a lot of good things. It does have a lot of good lessons, especially... The New like, Testament. <laughs> the Old Testament's a fucking mess, bro. Like, <laughs> you know, killing people because you plant the wrong crop side by side and shit. That book is nuts, man. But um, the first the first bit is. The second bit's better. Like, Jesus was... He was okay. Like, he had his moments, man. Like, but then you got to think about, like... Where, like, how, the Bible that we have is not the same Bible that everybody has, right? Like, I mean, it, yeah, different no. perception. No, 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 what I mean is, there are literal books of the Bible that are not in the one that you read that are in the ones that you talking about read. The you, apocryphal text. Apocryphal, I don't know shit about apocryphal text. Well, basically, like, it's just the books of the Bible that, like, there's this thing called the, like, Council of Nicaea. You might have, like, in church heard, like, the Nicene Creed. Nope. I don't... I'm not Catholic. Well, it's not Catholic. Catholic so, um... Oh, it was more Spanish church. I don't think Spanish... Spanish church... Spanish churches... Yeah. Are, I don't believe are as educated or as well-informed as all of these established churches. Mm. Or American churches. Yeah. Because... American churches, I mean, it's an organization. It's a yeah. non-profit organization. When I came here with my grandfather, it was like a corner church. That he had a corner thing. It wasn't even a business. It was just a corner yeah. house that uh, my uncle played the instrument, my aunt did, and I pretty much... You had a church? Yeah. That's amazing, man. How is it not that... Uh, whatever. In the middle of pretty much... Um, what is it called now? In In the middle of... A drug infested area, pretty much. Uh, a corner church. You know how they have corner stores? We like a corner uh, church. So, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> wild. Oh, ba- Badlands. They call it Badlands now. Yeah. Well, in now the I middle feel of Badlands. terrible for just shitting on God and stuff for 20 minutes. Like, Hold on. You could have warned me about that before about I went what? on this whole rant. Hold on. About like, what? Did part? you have this, like, sweet story with sweet the church and story. shit? Like, <laughs> the whole backstory has it's to like, do with It's like, oh, yeah, everything. I remember my, like, come on, let's go to church. And I was like, yes, Papa. <laughs> Papa, let's sing that about like Jesus, you, Papa. That yeah. was me, man. That, that was actually. me, yeah. No, actually, I never played anything. On, actually, I did. I played um, some percussive instruments. Did you? What percussive? Why are you being vague about it's percussive called, instrument? One is called the wajo, which is literally a cheese grater that you rub metal on. No way. And then the other one is called the tambora, which is just like, you know, you ever seen Tam- congas? Tambora. Yeah, you ever seen congas, right? Yeah. You have you ever seen the instrument that has uh, like two congas on the side and you hit them? Yeah. With, yeah, with that. Awesome. Uh, and I did play a little bit of of, of country congas as well. But are you was, a little bit country? Hick. It was hick. Are you a little bit country? I mean, I've seen goats get killed. I've seen pigeons get killed. I've seen. Why? What sacrifices are you going seen, to? I've seen chickens. What else? Is this relevant Chickens. to what we're talking about right now? Mm-hmm. What? Why are you talking about the and, animal uh, and some of these sacrifices happen? Behind a church. 
No. By the pastor. See, this is the, the pastor. He was he went like this to the he went to the goat. He grabbed it. And he was like, yeah. Oh, just I thought he was about to like throw it. No, he literally man. stabbed it. He hung it upside down and he was like, yeah. He stabbed it and all the blood was gushing out. I'm down I'm dead serious. Hmm. And then we know, ate man. the goat and we ate the goat. We also used the goat skin for like some uh, for some what you call it the congas. Ah. We used the we used that. For the percussive instrument. Yeah. In the the unlabeled so, percussive wait, instrument. So, wait, wait, let me finish. Let me tell you. Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell you. So, yeah. we killed the goat. I think it was behind the church or around the, yeah. you know, right around the church. Yeah. Blood around the church. Sure, sure, I mean, blood around, you know, where the church is. Yeah. And then, then we hung the animal skin on the church, on top on the church as well. Right. So it could dry up, you know. Is then we like ate the goat. The lamb of And God? then we took the sheep. Well, you know, and they got the skin and uh, put it on the tambor, or what's it called in English? It's, it's um, congas. Um, conga, congas. Congas. I, I don't fucking know. Conga drum. No, the well, you get what I'm saying. Like, but like, yeah, but yeah. I do. I do. No, but it wasn't anything satanic. Even though when yeah. I talk about it, it kind of sounds satanic. It does sound very satanic. <laughs> But the funny thing is, like I said, I used yeah. to live with my grand, not my, with my step pop yeah. and my mom. We used to live in the back of the church. Yeah. In the back of the church, right? And um, he used to do that type of stuff. He used to kill. He has had a pigeon coop. We used to eat pigeons as well. We used to kill mm-hmm. them. We used to also kill them. Well, like I said, pigeons, goats, and yeah, it was mainly it. There's people yeah. killed pigs and stuff, but not around. Not there, but, you know, maybe the neighbors did and stuff. But, yeah. But a lot of crazy stuff, I mean, did happen there. At one point behind the church, I did find uh, two dogs. You know, one dog giving another dog a blowjob. Hmm. That was kind of hmm. weird. But, and Good then, for that, man. Yeah. yeah. And then in the same church, that same church, I also yeah. had some sort of homosexual experience with another kid there. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's that condemned the church or not. Yeah. But I don't think so, man. <laughs> I feel like it seems weird. First of all, like all the the anti gay shit that shows up in the Bible is in the Old Testament. Right? Like Jesus wasn't worried about whether or not people were gay. I don't know. You know what I, I mean? don't like, care. There's bigger shit to be worried about, you know? Yeah. Like it's just so silly, like I, I remember when I when I used to go to church, like... Why did it become a gay conversation? What's that? You know, I'm married with four kids now. I know, man. Don't, I don't want to talk about my gay past. I, I know. I, I, it's look, not. Man. It's not. I just said it. We were supposed to leave it alone. I'm not going there. Stop. Don't reach. I, I didn't, that, your hand shouldn't reach there. Stop reaching. Fine. Yeah, no, no. You're right. No, there. not that low. We're not going <laughs> that low. <laughs> All right, man, let me tell you this. This is a, this, this is a real this is a thing that happened, man. Like, I used to go... So, like, I used to go to church, and one day, the, like, pastor, like, left the room, right? And, like, this dude got up. Like, he was one of the members of the church, and he was like, right. Like, we're going to pass around this, like, you know, anti-gay petition or whatever. And, like... You know, my... Anti-gay petition. Anti-gay petition. Like, my, my uncle was gay, and so, like, <laughs> yeah, he, was a, he was a decent dude. And, like, he, you know, was... He had a really hard life, and I just don't think 
anybody would willfully choose to go to through the things that he went through. You know what I mean? Like, that anybody would be like, you know what? It would be really easy to be straight in, you know, the 19-whatevers, but like... I mean, Fuck it. I'm just gonna go hard right now. I don't now. know, man. You've you've ever been constipated? It's kind of hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't think I would be able to take butt sex. Well, you know. I don't think I would enjoy butt. Fortunately sex. for you, you you've I ever don't had think butt. Anybody is asking Butt sex is not that. It some at times it's not great because you might get dookie juice all over your oh, dick. Oh, my friend. Especially if you got a condom and you wet and you take it out, no. you got dookie boots. Don't say that. <laughs> I, what is that? What? What are you even saying? I don't even know if I want to know. <laughs> I feel like I should just leave it. Dookie boots. Oh, stop now. All right. Just leave it. I want it to be vague and not memorable. No, I, I meant dookie boots as in like you've ever, you never got, got a girl from the back? Buddy, we are, I'm not having this conversation with <laughs> and you. And you put a lot of condom in this dookie boots. No, this is... You are an unreasonable human being. <laughs> you are foul. <laughs> Truly foul. How? How? Yeah. You, what? You've never... Uh, you know what? I guess whatever. We'll end the, the, the recording here. Because... <laughs> On dookie boots? Yeah, on dookie boots. Boots? Yeah, dookie boots. I don't... You never heard knocking boots? Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, alright. I I literally... Remember you were talking about improvisation? Yeah? It just came up. Really? Yeah. Wow. And what I just told you I'm about really by what that. I just told you about rock knocking boots, it literally just came and I just said it. What? So you just made that up? The whole thing. Yeah. But did it feel like kind of true? I don't know. Like, I wasn't thinking about it. I was just Because you were sort of like, Why did I come up with that? And then it's like, Oh, maybe it's this. Yeah, that seems right. Yeah, it is why I did that. Uh yeah, because it match it kinda Goes together somehow. It's like we're interpreting our own behavior so that we can explain it in the event that we're asked to, right? And that's where it comes back to morality. So is is so technically is, is <coughs> isn't that what attorneys, not attorneys, or anyone that does improvisation or, or well, yeah, just improvisation? That's what you practice. You're practicing now. Yeah. Or I don't. What I can't call it a behavior is it or what is it? They're, they're practicing like a very particular type of like improvisation right like I think the improvisation that we're kind of nailing down on is like broader you know it's like just how do we make connections Mm. you know like in the most random sense like how do I explain what I'm doing right like I always think about it like this right imagine that you are this is I hate this scenario but like this is a very famous scenario in philosophy, and the whole idea is called the, it's called the trolley scenario. There's like two different versions. There's a trolley scenario, and then there's a footbridge scenario. Trolley scenario is this, right? So you have like, you have this trolley, and it's like coming down these tracks, okay? And you're stood by the tracks. And just so happens, you also are stood right next to a switch. And as you continue to kind of like take in the scene that's unfolding around you, you realize that like this trolley 
is going to go on to the right set of tracks. And on that right set of tracks, there are five people tied to the tracks, right? Mm-hmm. They're like shouting, right? Then you look to the left and you see that there's one person tied to the tracks, right? And it occurs to you that if you pull that switch, you'll divert the trolley onto the track that has one person instead of the one that has five. Like most people are like, yeah, cool, let's do it, right? That's great. Like, pull the switch, all right? Now, if you change it a little bit, right, to the footbridge dilemma, basically the same thing. But it's somebody you love. What's that? But it's somebody you love? No. It's even simpler, right? Like, you are stood on top of a bridge over the, the path, right? Mm-hmm. And there are five people tied to the tracks, just like before, right? And on, on the footbridge, like this bridge that's over top the, you know, and the, the trolley's coming and you're still on the bridge, right? Mm-hmm. And there is like an obese dude there. And you're like, if I push that dude in front of the train, it'll stop. And I'll save those five people, right? It's like, do you push the person? I don't think he's that, he's that big, though. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Like, all right, so that, that's a whole other conversation. But most people won't be happy with that idea, right? And so, like, people debate about why that is. Like, is it about Cause you have to, force? Yeah, you or, have to physically do it. Or... Yeah, yeah, it's different, right? Like, it feels different to, like, stop something from happening one way and diverting it onto happening another way than, like, I'm going to just choose this man to die, right, in this moment. And then, like, I think you hit on an even deeper issue with that whole line of reasoning, which is, like, people aren't fucking physicists. Like, I don't know if I push this part. Like, I don't know about coefficients of friction or whatever on, like, like, train tracks and, like, if I push this big man off, is he weigh enough? I don't fucking know. Like, how am I supposed to know that kind of stuff? I'm not going to risk this man. Like, I'm not going to risk this literal life for the possibility on a whim that I, yeah, not a physicist, all of them are dying. right? Like, it's like it's do you save ridiculous. one person right. or none? Right. But here's where I think the the whole scenario is useful. I think it's useful if you think about it like this, right? Like, imagine that I push the dude, right? Mm-hmm. And like somebody else is stood at the footbridge, right? But they don't, they can't see the five people, right? All they see is me pushing that dude onto the tracks, right? Now, I am a murderer in that person's eyes, right? Mm-hmm. So what do I need to be able to do? I need to be able to explain why I did it. Why did I do that, right? I have to be able to look at myself in some stretch of time and be like, that's me. I did that thing, right? I represent myself over time. Like, that's me. I did that. And I did it for these reasons, right? It has to be convincing. Like, I have to believe it, right? I have to believe that that experience is like, is real and it's me who's driving, right? Like, I am in charge. I'm in control. Like, I chose to Except push that. responsibility. Right. Because, like, it's part of what makes our morality work. Like, the ability to look at you and be like, you're going to jail, motherfucker, because <laughs> you fucked up, right? Like, the ability to hold somebody responsible. And if you start to think about, like, why we do the things that we do, right? And, like, if you're like me and you think the brain is just, like, one side of our psychology. Like, it's just one, it's like the physical instantiation of what our psychology sort of 
looks like in the world, right? Like, and, you know, to me, you just don't need any kind of, like, extra magic to that. Like, that shit's, it's just wild. It's amazing. Like, we just, we just are incredible. But, like, part of what is incredible about us is that I think we trick ourselves into believing that we are these special beings. One of the reasons that we're so good at taking over the world, right? Because, like, we believe we're special. Narcissist, so, like, is that, like, a narcissist trait, trait pretty much? I mean, look, like, we think all animals can fuck themselves, basically, right? Like, these are our habitats now. It's only, like, now... Well, it's not just animals. It's other people. Other people, yeah. It's like, oh, you don't have this, you can't afford this, fuck you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, it's fucking brutal, man. Like, we... But then we, we have enough, we but then deserve. we have enough money to, you know, live comfortably. Well, and I to think, watch Netflix and to watch Hulu and to, you know, before these services that yeah. aren't actual services. Well, it's true, man. Like, the distribution of wealth is fucked. And then you pay for these services. Whatever. It, it, like you said, it's unequal anyway. Yeah, it's unequal. Like, it is unequal. It's deeply flawed and it's unequal. But, like, it is also who we are. Like, the thing is. Yeah, because it, it doesn't, it, it's not even a black or white or whatever. It's a pretty much, it goes back to the primitive ways. It's like, hey, whoever has the most power is going to take advantage. Well. I, I don't believe there's a race or a yeah. specific group of people that if they had all the power, they would be like, oh, no. oh we're going to treat everyone fairly. Well, no, there's going to be opportunities. There's yeah. always going to be disadvantages. And that, I mean, Dominican Republic, all of the islands, yeah. Africa... Everywhere that you could think of. Africa has a lot of... Has a lot. Yeah. Every the lot comes from Africa. But it doesn't seem like shit's... I don't know shit about Africa, but yeah. just based off of what I've seen, it doesn't seem like it's a utopia, is it? Mm. And it's full of... It's primarily Afri African. American. African. Just like if I go to the Dominican Republic, where yeah. it's primarily Dominican... Shit isn't going to be better there for me because they treat darker people worse than they do lighter people. Yeah. It's, it's well, going to assist. And even within your own family, you about, still do the same shit. What about, like, just not doing that shit, though? You know what I mean? Like, what I mean is... Like, gonna look, look at young people now, right? Like, with the, the whole... So, like, I feel like people our age get really uncomfortable with all of, like... <clears throat> like the gender politics that yeah, uh, exists in 2020 but I'm gonna tell you what man like I actually think that the sort of stuff that you're talking about these like ingrained like we have these ingrained social hierarchies that like we just take for granted right like I am allowed this and I, I don't want to have to deal with that right mm -hmm. like I don't want to deal with like first of all one of the things that we do really well from a psychological perspective is adapt to like what we have right like I love a ha to have a Starbucks, like, <laughs> three days out of the week, so I go get it, you know? And now it's like, if, that, if I couldn't have that, I'm like, what's the point anymore? Great problem for yourself. You know what I mean? But, like, we all do that yeah, shit, right? right? Because yeah. the reality is that it's easy to get used to a better life, and that's a good thing. We want to be able to get used to a better life, right? It's, it's incentivizing, like, to have a good life. But it is also the case that we are really, really averse to losing the things that we get, Right? And think about that from, like, an evolutionary point of view, right? Is it better to, like, all right. So, 
we are more averse to loss. Okay, so we are really sensitive to loss, right? Like, we really don't want to lose stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you can imagine it like, if I put in all this effort, right, to catch this animal, right, and to have its meat, right? I don't want to fucking lose it now, right? Because I've already put all that effort in, right? So, like, we... we are psychologically I mean, we're talking averse. about well, we're talking about hunter gatherer types of days. Is that what you're? Yeah, but like it's still here. It's not like that shit has gone away. It's just like when you talk about psychiatry, for instance, like you know what the whole possessive being possessive hasn't gone away, or being just selfish, yeah. or being well, it just manifests like the way that we are just manifests in different ways. Like you know we. So like, first of all, we are not, like, the pinnacle of evolution. So we're not, like, dumb, right? <laughs> like, it is certainly true that there are things that are, like, not ideal about the way that Like, we can look at ourselves and be like, damn, I wish it were this way and not that, right? Like, it's easy to see that, right? Like, we can reason that about ourselves. I mean, that's like, insecurity. Well, it's not insecurity. It's Isn't that insecurity? Yeah, but... Like, my back hurts, bro. Like, that's not insecurity. My oh, back so hurts. I guess I was... Like, I'm imperfect, you know what I mean? Like, my body is imperfect. Like, I see that. It's just the truth. It's not, like, a negative thing. It's just the truth. Like, I am who I am. Like, I'm built for a particular reason. Like, one of the reasons that we have Alzheimer's, for instance, is because, like, how do you breed it out? It's an old people disease, right? How do you breed it out? Like, isn't it... So, isn't it the pathways that thinning? Is that what happens? With well, basically, Alzheimer's? because all of the sex has happened well before anybody has Alzheimer's, right? Nobody is like, oh, I'm not going to fuck you because you have Alzheimer's, <laughs> right? So, like, in I mean, that's genetic even, risk that's factors... That's actually better. You fucked them, they won't even remember you fucked them, so you could go <laughs> by <back> today. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, basically, you know, stuff like Alzheimer's is never going to be bred out because it's just, it happens a lot later than the breeding. You know what I mean? Like, there's just nothing to target it in that sense, right? Like, so it's like, hey, you're old, you're dying anyway, so it doesn't matter. Well, it's just how we are, right? Like, it's just a, a part of what we are. Like, we exist to try and live in this environment, right? Like, the environment that is the world that we live in. I mean, like, we, we exist to fucking have kids. Yeah, basically. Everything else is just a company. Yeah. What we made, the problems we, we've created. Because all of these businesses are just solutions to problems we created. Because, yeah. I mean, honestly, we could just focus on farming. Everybody farm your own damn shit. Nobody would be happy. Happy? Yeah, because we've already, like you just said earlier, we've experienced the luxury. Having this wonderful TV, Netflix. Because all that's that. what we should be doing, though. Like, that's the what thing, are you, right? So, don't, don't you think, like, don't... Let me ask you this. Are you ever really happy on, like, a holiday? I'm not ever happy now and I have luxuries. Well, what I'm saying is, like, you ever happy sat on the beach for, like, eight hours? Like, everybody wants to do that, right? Like, everybody wants to retire. But, like... Sit down? No. Nobody. But men who retire, that's the group that's, like... Those dudes die. They're suicidal, are you saying? No, they're not (laughs) suicidal. They just die. They just die. Because they have no goals or no purpose. What's left, man? Like, you know what I'm saying? Maybe just regretting. But that's the whole thing. Like, you know, it's good to have, like, stuff to strive for. You know? What are your goals, bro? 
My goal is to now end it right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, damn, it, that was 37 minutes. But this was Castro. Now we'll have to probably cut this. Slave Meaning cut it. Yes, a McDivo or McSteve. Yeah. I don't know anymore what your last name is. You change it so many times. Sleeven Michael McDyco. McDyco. Yeah. McCycle. Bicycle. No, always McDyco, man. Of the McDyco of Fortune. I, I've never heard of the I've never heard of the McDonald's oh, I Fortune. I know you haven't. We're very secretive. Oh, shit. I, I gotta go. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs>